Welcome everyone to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about NXT because it's still in my mind after the episode I watched on Tuesday. Um, I was so impressed. It got it gave me feels of NXT black and gold times. And I've been watching NXT since, uh, I think, Heat Wave. I would, that's the first show I watched. And I've been enjoying what I've been seeing, um, you can kind of tell like they're slowly moving away from the wackiness that NXT 2.0 became under the creative or their, well, yes, the creative of John Laurinaitis and um, what passing on what Vince McMahon wanted. They want characters and then. NXT 2.0 was uh, kind of a, a bit of a joke of they're just trying to do the new era or whatever that that time um, when there was all the occupational gimmicks in the WWF. And then in NXT 2.0, here come all these wacky gimmicks. And it just, you know, Garrett and I, we were still covering it on the Fight Game podcast for the Wrestling Observer. But man, each quickly it just got really honestly unwatchable so for both of our sanity we decided to stop watching nxt or at least covering it for the uh the podcast and i honestly i thought maybe i might still watch it because there was some people that i did like on the show but i just couldn't really get through it i think i only checked in for that uh takeover special which is t- took place i believe what uh, the afternoon of Rest- the second night of wrestlemania i believe it was i watched that show but i mean i wasn't sitting there watching the the television and so i just kind of like took a break from it and then when all the stuff of this man went down he retired and Triple H took over creative. I was like, hmm, maybe I should kind of check in on NXT to see if there's been any improvement on that show. And I really enjoyed NXT um, before the 2.0 stuff. I thought it was just a very solid, logical pro wrestling show. I'm sure there'd be some, some goofiness here and there, but it wasn't... There might be one segment, maybe two. But most of all, it was a pretty good wrestling show. He had good matches with good talent. Um, it was exciting to watch. The only negative about NXT was not nothing to do with the NXT itself. It's just what would happen to the talent when they moved up to the main roster. And then when Vince McMahon gets the hold of them and then Kevin Dunn has his opinion on them and then like the talent ends up getting pushed down and... Or not, you know, even though NXT would get these talents hot, once they get the main roster, it's like, uh, we got they gotta prove themselves again. And they just kinda cool them down. Or don't even use them at all sometimes. And that was always frustrating for of as a viewer for NXT. And I think a lot of fans, you know, started losing, you know, they enjoyed it, but then at the same time they're like, Why should I get invested in this in this and this rest is, you know, this this man or this woman, because when she goes, he or she goes up to the main roster, 
they're not going to do anything with him. So it's like, wait, what? So it's almost like a waste of their time to even watch NXT. And I really think think that really hurt NXT when it was head to head with uh, AEW. I think if it was if WWE main roster Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn in the world's like if they actually would take what Triple H would you know create these stars for them, get to have them ready for a gimmick or a certain character ready for the main roster. And they went, took the ball with those guys, and continued their, continued to push them well on the main, on the main roster. I, I think people will be, you know, have a lot more faith in NXT. But that was always, a, you know, a struggle. And but I, as a, if I just sometimes honestly, I was like just watching NXT. I wasn't even really caring about the main roster. I just said, okay, you know, it's just gonna be. I'm just gonna live this. When it comes to WWE content, I'm gonna live this world of NXT. It's just good rest. Like I said, good wrestling. Um, simple storylines, easy to follow, um, good characters overall. So it was a, 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 a really good show. And then everything came crashing down with Triple H being taken out of creative at NXT and replaced, like I said, by John Laurinaitis. And then you started seeing all these, these wackiness. And you started seeing like there's, they started releasing a lot of talent. And they started using a lot of the green talent. And it was just, you know, it just came hard to watch. So, like I said, the last few weeks, I've been like, man, it's feeling like the old NXT. So, it's got me really excited. So, I definitely want to talk about um, NXT on this episode and talk about what I see that's going on in the future, what I like what they're doing now, when I see it's going to be, I think we're in for a, a, a a big revival for the NXT brand in uh, 2020, the rest of 2022 and on into 2023. And I'm going to get into that. But before I get into that, all those details on the NXT, I want to talk about our Patreon, Fight Game Media Plus. It's $5 a month. We have a lot of great content on there. Garrett Gonzalez and myself are doing Raw 1998 reviews. It's been fun to kind of go back and watch all these old Raws and uh, we just watched a Raw, WWF Raw Saturday, which I never even saw because at the time my, my sister was getting married and I definitely missed that show. And it was like a throwaway show, it's, but it was still very fascinating to watch. So Gary and I break all that down. We usually, in last week's episode, we even talked about a little bit of the AEW drama. I'm not going to talk about AEW drama here. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. Um you know, everyone's talked about the AEW drama to death, so we're not going to talk about that here. But if you want to hear my thoughts on it, you can. If you sign up for the Patreon, look at the last the last episode of 1998 Raw, and and I give my opinions on CM Punk and the Bucks and Omega and all that, the melee in the uh, in the locker room um, after the uh, now now infamous uh, uh, post show scrum media scrum with the uh, CM Punk and it's just just fascinating a fascinating watch and uh it's it's some of the stuff just just cracks me up what he was saying and and uh in Tony Khan's reaction he's like you the audio is great but you have to literally watch the video of it because it's just it's just Tony Khan sitting there like not knowing what to do and this his top star is just basically 
bearing the management <laughs> of the AEW. It's it just just classic stuff. But um, you know, we have MMA, we have boxing covered, we have Impact Wrestling covered, we have Joshi Wrestling covered, we have it all. WWF cover, WWE Scooby coverage with uh, the great show, uh, the Rap with uh, Keita Cash and Salty Scott. Um, it's a lot of fun. We have, a, we have a Dynamite show on Wednesday with Jeff Hawkins and Paul Fontaine. Um, I love their review of Dynamite. Sometimes I don't agree with 100%, and that, that's cool. I love hearing their their, their opinions on stuff, and, and uh, it's, just, it's just a lot of fun. Like we, we, I mean, we have a ton of content. So it's bonus shows, specials with Dave Meltzer. I mean, for $5 a month, you're getting tons of content. It's a, it's a great deal. And you know, just stay on that 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 budget for Starbucks for the month. You just you know sacrifice one less coffee for the month, and you can get Fight Game Media Plus. I think you're gonna enjoy it. So, give us a shot, five dollars a month, and I think you're really gonna I think you're really gonna love it. So, all right, let's talk about NXT 2.0. I don't even like calling it 2.0. I just don't like calling it 2.0. I hate that name, um, but. Like I said, I've been checking in for the last few weeks, and the influx of the NXT UK talent has been a tremendous improvement on the show because the UK talent is there's just they're top notch workers, they're professionals, and they're just high quality talent, and they're showing up, and now they're being featured. And the match quality is going up. So this is why I'm saying, like, I think it's going to get start getting back to the old NXT. And, you know, the green talents now, instead of being just thrusted, like right in the spotlight on national television, it's going to go back to the old formula where the green talents going to be slowly cycled in and used correctly. Um, you know, like maybe I don't remember, like when Baron Corbin just showed up, he did a couple things here and there. Um, and then they started featuring him, and then he started getting bigger matches, and eventually got called up. And then he's been doing great on on the main roster, in my opinion. I think he's very entertaining. A lot of people don't, and a lot of people like don't like him for some weird reason because I think he's a a good character. He does he he under you know on television. He's a, also I think also. He's a, a good wrestler. He's definitely greatly improved. Uh, so with the NXT UK talent now here, um, Nathan Frazier, Gallus, um, even though I did not like them losing on last week's episode, but I, I you know, it's fine. They're going to be fine. I think they're eventually going to be NXT tag team champions sooner than later. Uh, we have Pretty Deadly there, uh, who are who are now the uh, unified, I guess, tag team champions. Uh, they're such a great team. I love those guys. The Yes Boy and all. They're just they're stars. You know, they're stars. The whole the whole the whole deal, um, the whole presentation of them. I, I I I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I like Lash Legend with them. Uh, I don't know how if that really works. It doesn't seem like they have a natural connection together out there, but. We'll see if, if that improves. Um, uh, Axiom, which is the former A-Kid. Um, at first, I'm like, why did just, you know, I granted A-Kid is not like a, a marketable name. Like, he, I, I, I never really even liked that name. 
I thought maybe they can give him a different name and he could still be him. But I watched Axiom versus Nathan Frazier from this past week's episode. It's a best. It's gonna be a best two, uh, best of three series between those two. And they had a, just an amazing match. If you like technical wrestling, uh, high flying, uh, re- reversals, and all fun technical, you know, wrestling, you know, grappling, I, you're really. This is like a great match to watch. And I started watching Axiom and, and Akin this gimmick, the mask, and it really works. He almost like stands out like a tiger mask in a way, like just how unique he moves. Cause he's always had that unique movie. He's such a great athlete. Um, and I, I wish he didn't have a mask because it does cover his, uh, his great facial expressions. And, you know, he's a very, uh, believable guy when he sells, but I thought he did well with the body language, the mask. And I, I can see like, I don't know if Axiom's going to be like, Main eventing WrestleMania, or even a even a main event any pay per view in WWE, but I think he's a good guy in the main in the middle of the card uh, with a mask for you know the kids to you know get excited about and and you know Rey Mysterio's not gonna be around forever, and I think I think Axiom can fill that void. I really do because he's super talented, and another guy too, Nathan Frazier. Another young, a guy that young kids could really get behind. I mean, he's exciting. I think he's one of the best high flyers in wrestling today. Like, um, you know, everyone like just goes in awe of Ray Phoenix in AEW, and he's amazing. Like when he does his acrobats, it's but it's like when he jumps and leaps, it's 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 a performance. You know, it's like a circus to look. It's it's a it's a circus, right? It's like whoa, wow, look at that, look at the, look at that, look at that trick he did. But Nathan Frazier, when he dives, he attacks. So he so the dive doesn't look like it doesn't doesn't take out the match when it's like oh the guy's just waiting for the guy to you know to catch on the bottom. Like he's just sitting there, to, the guy on the bottom's waiting to catch him. That's all it looks like. No, Nathan Frazier, like Darby Allen, they both attack with their dive outs. And to me, that's exciting. When they when he starts getting going, he's going to do a tope or whatever he's going to do over the top rope. It's exciting. And I can see a lot of young kids really getting behind Nathan Frazier. Um, he's just, he's, just, he's super excited. I loved his uh, work in NXT UK. Um, they really, you know, I can, you just tell Shawn Michaels is high on this kid. Um what he, what he did in NXT UK, all the matches he they put him with. They had him versus Walter in his Walter's last match in uh, NXT UK before he moved on to the main roster. And, you know, Nathan Frazier's been hitting home runs, in my opinion. Uh, and again, another guy to add quality to the NXT shows. Same thing with Axion, adding quality to the NXT shows. Gallus, adding quality. Pretty Deadly, a- adding quality. Tyler Bate, who in my opinion is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He adds so much. I loved that match with Braun Breaker on the premium live event special. Um, It was just a really 
beautiful match. And of course, I loved it even more because I watched my oldest daughter, Chloe, and she was into it. It was just a lot of fun. So that even though Walter and Sheamus was probably the best match of the weekend, just because it was such a special moment, my daughter watching her, that's, that's why I chose Braun Breaker and uh, Tyler Bate as my favorite match. Tyler Bates just, you know, it took me a while to get into Tyler Bates, honestly. Like, when he won the title at the the first ever, like, the first ever UK championship, that tournament, I wasn't really into him at first. I was like, I can't get his haircut and the mustache. I mean, I liked his wrestling, but the look I wasn't into. But slowly, slowly I, I got really to see what, what this kid was all about, right? And my favorite NXT match, NXT UK matches of all time, and probably if, if you're talking about brands of NXT and NXT UK, Top match and one of my top favorite matches is Tyler Bate versus Walter in that classic they had in uh, 2019. One of the just if you want to see some beautiful pro wrestling, watch that match. And I dug the main event this uh, this past Tuesday. It was Tyler Bate teaming up with the NXT champion Braun Breaker, and they faced Gallus. Uh, they faced Mark Coffee and Joe Coffee. And it was really good. Um, it wasn't a long match. It was a nice TV match. You know, they're not giving everything away right now. Gallus, like I said, took the took the L. And Bate got a win, which is a nice thing for him because he just lost the belt. So there's no need for Braun Breaker to get the pin here. Give you get Tyler Bate a win here, and he's you know, he's he's back up and back up and winning and on the way up and and I kind of like that uh, team of uh, Tyler Bate and Braun Breaker or that friendship you know so I, I, I hope they kind of keep that going for a good while and I hope we kind of go see that match again Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate too because it was really really good and it was so good that I thought like man they did a lot it was an exciting match but I felt like they could have done more like um, you know, I don't want to end it with just this one match. So I hope they come back to it. And I think they will. Um, if, you know, and hopefully they'll, they'll do it before Braun Breaker goes up to the main roster, which I just feel like it's going to happen soon. You know, I, I, won't, I would not be surprised if you see Braun Breaker in the, the Royal Rumble. I mean, he's not probably wouldn't win it, but like, I'm sure he'll be featured and protected and, and, uh, hope they can be really creative with his elimination to where it's, you know, maybe some heel. From the outside, pulls them out, or just something cool like that. Maybe something that plays into NXT, you know, show uh, NXT heel like a Grayson Waller could show up and <laughs> cause chaos in the in the Rumble, and people be like, "What the hell's all that about?" Maybe I gotta check out the Tuesday show and uh, see what's going on. And speaking of Grayson Waller, freaking love that guy, dude. Like he is so entertaining, a natural. He's such a natural television character, and he's a a fun worker to watch i like his i like he's just so charismatic he always puts some charisma on everything he does i love the little crossover elbow um the running in the ring stunners it's a cool move it's sometimes it's kind of funny because he gets out runs i don't know but but just the way he carries himself on those promos and uh you could tell like it's scripted but he's so natural and he's he plays such an a cocky prick you know and he's easy to hate and a lot of people call him like a poor man's miz I, you know i think he's just, i think he's he's not a poor man's miz I think he's just he's he just grayson waller um so i don't think there's no need to rush him to the main roster i think he's a lot more improvement inside the ring 
Um, Carmelo Hayes. I mean, I, when he first showed up in NXT, I'm like, eh, I don't know. He seems like he'd be okay. But he really found something in this uh, in his heel character. And he's just been he's – been, he's, you can tell how, now he, how comfortable he is. And Trick Williams is second. <laughs> you know, he's very green, but, like, this twosome just works together. You know, it's just tr- the Trick Williams, the hype man, to Carmelo Hayes. Uh, if you guys not see the uh, uh, the special, uh, Carmelo Hayes wrestled Ricochet. A lot of people love that match. Action packed, a lot of crazy stuff. But just watch that entrance that Carmelo Hayes has, where all the jerseys are falling down. Well, on the on the screen, they're not they not real jerseys, but on the big screen, they just like jerseys falling down of all the people that he's beaten. And then after he beats like Rick, you know, Ricochet. And the, the like it was like a major league entrance it was st- star making entrance so i would just never break these guys up carmel hayes and trick williams just never ever break these guys up. trick trick williams has a lot of ways to go um he wrestled ricochet on this past week's episode and that was probably one of the weaker matches on the show and it, to me it just Ricochet is just trying to do all his choreograph flippity do and, and spots with Trick, but you kind of got to slow it down with Trick because he's he's green and he can't he can't you know it's not he's not in the, he's you know Nathan Frazier can do all those wild things with you know crazy reversal spots but all you know the high high pace stuff but with Trick Williams got to slow it down. <coughs> but as a hype man, as a second, he's fucking entertaining and I. I I really enjoy him, so don't ever. And there's no need that they take these guys away from each other. If they they do, I think Trick Williams adds a lot to Carmelo Hayes act, and Carmelo Hayes without him would be good. But I think just but with Trick Williams, it just adds that main main event presentation, and you know, like hey, fucking Virgil didn't wrestle for a very long time in WWF, or you know, here and there for a very long time. The billion dollar man. I mean, with Virgil, just works. Same thing here with with Trick Williams to Carmel with Carmelo Hayes. It just works. Uh, Braun Breaker. I mean, we talk about him multiple times on the Fight Game podcast and stuff. He's just a phenom. He just he just just one of those guys that has it, and he's looking more comfortable out there, um, and definitely becomes the, he's the face of this brand. <coughs> Excuse me, and. I you know, like I say, he's not gonna be around forever in uh, NXT. But while he's here, I think they're doing a good job. They're putting him in good matches, good people to work with. I like the match he had with JD McDonough, the former Je- Jordan Devlin, um, and they're still doing stuff with them, uh, which I like. You know, Jordan Devlin or J- I kind of I used to call him JD McDonough. Um, he's so good, so good, um, and I, he's another one. That I never took me a while to get get it get into from uh, NXT UK. Like I just didn't, you know. I thought he was, yeah, you know, he's fine in the middle. But wow, last few years he's looked like main event talent. So uh, you could tell another guy that that Shawn Michaels just loves. And again, like adding these NXT UK talent to the main show, it's gonna force them to push 
the green talent out. And that's okay. There's another show called Level Up, which is on the network. And that's a good show for these green talent to kind of work on things. And, of course, now they're doing back to doing the Cocoa Loops in Florida. Those are where they're really going to get uh, the much-needed experience, work in front of a live crowd, see what works, what doesn't work. Um, so I that's going to be beneficial for them. And I'm glad they started the, you know, because with all the COVID stuff, kind of definitely less and less. Um, they're doing these live shows again, and it's just good for the, all these young talent. Um, but yeah, another exciting part about NXT is, is the women's division. They have a lot of great talent. And I'm just like, I was thinking about like, man, this, this is a potential to be a division that's going to be on fire in 2023. They got a lot of talent, <coughs> a lot of athletes. Um, the Tiffany Stratton's of the world, the Ivy Niles of the world, um, Tayton Paxley's. Like their Sol Ruka, <laughs> all these athletes that they signed, and they're just they do amazing things. I just saw I, was, I saw Sol Ruka's vignette on last on this past week's episode, and I was like, "Who's that?" So I, I was doing some research, and I looked up. I saw she had a couple matches on Level Up. And I saw I got on Peacock. I went on Level Up, and I saw a match of hers, and you can see what they're. I mean, she looks like a million bucks. She has this freakish athletic ability. Um, her promos need a lot of work. Her promo in this episode I watched of Level Up, I think it was from August 18th is the the date of it. Um, it was just very wooden. Um, and But, you know, I kind of wish, like, on Level Up, like, give them bullet points. Let them just kind of find their voice and find their style. And then if the ones that need it, you give them a little bit more detail scripts to to memorize, but like maybe you know, let someone be more. I, mean, I think if you give them bullet points, they'll be more natural and they'll be less nervous about memorizing and you know hitting all their lines, and they can just kind of remember to hit the bullet points that you give them. I think that's just best for for any young talent to do, but. And like level up, it's on Peacock. It's not on any kind of network. It's not on national television. You can just kind of really work out stuff there. So I I kind of hope I like to see them do that. But yeah, it's also Ruka. She's coming to the the <coughs> excuse me, graduating to um the NXT soon. And like I said, she, like I said, beyond looking like a million bucks, she's just a freak athlete, man. And if she can find the passion for pro wrestling sky's the limit for her and that's the key with all these talents a lot of these um these these athletes that didn't go through the indie ranks you know they weren't dreaming of being professional wrestlers they you know decided to just do something in athletics and keep making money at it and, and you know giving wrestling a shot right here you know in the in the, the big you know in the biggest wrestling company in the world today but I would tell you, like, like these athletes have so much potential. But like I said, the key is the ones that are going to find the love for pro wrestling. Those are the ones going to stand out. Kiana James, she does like a lawyer gimmick. And I think that's going to be kind of modified. You know, it was kind of it was the previous regime's idea. And it's something for her now. There's no need to rush her. 
through the main roster and like that. But you know, the gimmick's fine for now, but eventually you can kind of modify it and maybe go away from it. Kind of like they did with Wendy Chu. She's you know, no longer be wearing gonna be wearing pajamas and slippers out there. She's gonna have regular gear and she still be Wendy Chu and but she's not gonna be falling asleep on the top rope. I and mean, that's what I believe that's what it's going to happen. We'll see. But I, I, I don't think so. I think she's just going to be Wendy Chu, the wrestler. And she's a, a superstar, you know, in the make. I, th- I just think Wendy Chu is one that a lot of fans, a lot of young female fans could really, like, get behind and and it, and cheer for. I just think she has that that con- connection to the audience. You, you just want to root for her. So, but Keon Jade, I saw her. She wrestled a, a match on uh, NXT, I think it was two weeks ago. And I was like, oh, okay, I've never seen her before. And again, the athleticism, just like, wow, amazing. Uh, she has this uh, assistant who they don't have to give a name on the television, but her real name is Giovanna Ubrino. And I was like, who's this girl? Right? Like, who's this assistant? She an NXT contract person. I would assume so if she's on television. So I looked her up, found her name, did some research, and she's like a you know, a jiu-jitsu girl. And she's stunning, right? And I'm thinking like she probably is probably the most stunning person on the roster. So right now, as the assistant. It's a good position for her, right? Then you start working on her on matches, and maybe you don't have her on level up because there'll be video of her. But maybe you start having her do stuff on the coconut loop only. That's the only time you see her wrestle is on the coconut loop. You don't see her on level up, so she's not exposed. And and uh, you know, I think it's a good call, good place for her. You know, and then also again, NXT UK women's talent that's come over Blair Davenport, uh, tremendous character look. I mean, she's mesmerizing, honestly. Like, when she comes out, I think the whole presentation of her is tremendous. My daughter, Chloe, was like, who's that when she came out? Because it just, she catches your eye. Uh, they, uh, who else is, uh, you know, Al, Alba Fire, former Kaylee Ray. I can't call her Alba Fire. It's Kaylee Ray, people. But I understand, you know, she's not going to sign her name over. That's her name. And they want they want to own a name. I wish they could. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she Alba Fire just this isn't just flow tongue for me, but she's awesome and she's one of the best women wrestlers in the company, in my opinion. Her run in NXT UK Women's Champion was great. A lot of really good matches. Um, Miko Sadamora is there. I don't know how long. We'll see. Um, but as she's already just her on the on the show adds so much quality to that women's division. Last week, her match with Roxanne Perez, the former Roxy, the former ROH champion, um, was fantastic. It was the exact match that should have been, where Roxanne is this young, very young athlete going against the legendary veteran and hanging with her, getting near falls on her. And she comes up short, but like it, but it's Roxanne Perez lost. But at the same time, she you felt like she won because she was able to hang with the legend. It's a simple booking when you book young stars versus uh, the veteran. It's just an easy story to tell. It's, it's uh, you know they they the young the young the young up and comer gives gives their all against the the veteran, and then boom, instantly over. Right, instantly you and she and Roxanne Perez is just. 
again, just like Winnie Chu, another one for people that can easily connect with, especially young girls. That's the key, you know, you know, getting the younger viewers to 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 become fans. And Roxanne Perez, like, could be a hero to a lot of young girls, just like a Bailey was to a lot of young girls, or um, you know. Sasha Banks, etc. Like people do, would just love love Roxanne Perez, and they and you can tell this crowd's going goes nuts for it. They went nuts for the match. I was like wondering if this match was going to get ruined by like interference from Cora Jade, and she did come out. She did do some shenanigans after the bell, but at least she didn't ruin the match. And then we got a finish and everything, which I liked. And but damn, there's one like just just one. Like, speaking of Cora Jade, just one girl. She's one girl. I just don't. I just think she's with this influx of this these these athletes and the women from NXT UK. Like, I don't know how long Cora J's time is and as a feature talent. In my opinion, her just work's not that good. Her character, I just cannot get into. It's almost it's go away heat. It's I feel like if I you know. It's now when she's on the screen, I want to look at my phone and not pay too much attention to her. Um, so I don't know. I just, she just does, I can't connect with her. And when the bell rings, it's, you know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough, <laughs> it's a tough job to get, you know, get a match out of her. You know, she's just awkward and, and footing, footwork's all over the place. I, I, so I'm just, I'm, I'm not into her. A Tiffany Stratton though, I've seen some great improvement from her. At first you're like, yeah, you know, obviously very green. And I, and I took some time off from NXT watching it. And I came back and I saw that match with Wendy Chu and it got a little silly with the stupid Legos. And that was dumb. But overall though, I thought her, Tiffany Stratton really stood out and you could see the improvement in her. And she's such a freak athlete, man. Another one with Kiana James and Sol Ruka um, and Ivy Nile. Like, holy shit. Like, you know, uh, another one, Tatum Paxley, too. Like, this roster, this woman's roster is just exciting. Um, you have Zoe Stark there, who's still, you know, young and, and uh, had a... A great match with Mandy Rose. I, that was my favorite match on that was a Heat Wave. Yeah, that was my favorite match on Heat Wave. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction. Uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Chan. I think they just appeared on SmackDown tonight. As I record this, this is Friday night. And I think this act probably will you know, they'll probably stick around maybe to WrestleMania next year. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I think that the act toxic attraction goes up together and we got to talk about Mandy Rose. I mean, a lot of people were down on her versus are really high on her, like next trick Stratus, all that kind of stuff because of her look and everything. And then she, you know, was featured here sometimes and stopped, you know, back and forth on the main roster with her. And then she goes to NXT and people were kind of like, oh, she needs work. And that's what, well, that's what it's for, right? Like, that's what, you know, it's a good place. The good thing that WWE has is they can send someone to find their character, 
get better in the ring, work, work on something new. And you know, Mandy Rose has. You you know, you, you could you I from just from the time I stopped watching NXT to back now, like you could I seen rapid improvement for her. Having that really good match with Zoe Stark. Uh, holding her own in that three-way with Blair Davenport and Miyaka Satomura off the premium live special they had. Uh, the Worlds Collide. I don't know why I always keep forgetting what the name was, but on um, Worlds Collide. Um, you see, like, she's putting in the work. And it, it shows in her matches. Uh, there's one, there's a, along with Corey Jade, there's another act that I just, I won't miss them if they were gone. And that's Katana Chance and Kaden Carter, the, the current NXT World Tag Team Champions. They're just too cute. I'm not saying just, I'm talking, I'm talking looks, I'm talking about in the ring. Like they do all these convoluted and overly choreographed spots. It, and it looks just like practice. Like they're just, they're just, they're just it doesn't feel natural, right? Uh, it just, it looks phony when they wrestle. And they've been there for a while. I think they get good reactions there, but I don't know. Like, like what 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 else can you do with them? You know, when they're wrestling uh, Nikki Cross and uh, Piper Niven. Sorry, I won't call him Nikki Ash, and I won't call call Piper Dewdrop. I'm hoping she becomes Piper Niven again. Um, you know, I was hoping for a tag team title change. Maybe we'll get that again, but soon. But um, it's. I just, I'm sorry, Katana Chance and Kaden Carter. I just don't, I don't get. Though my my old my daughter Chloe did was into him. She liked Kaden Carter's green eyes, and she, you know, so she was. And they're the good girls, so she was cheering them on. But I just, I just don't see it. I I rather focus my television time on, you know, Albie Fire, uh, Ivy Nile, Tiffany Stratton, Tatum Paxley. Uh, uh, Kiana James, Blair Davenport, like anyone else, like then these girls have been there forever, and I, I just don't see any improvement. They they just they still wrestle. Saying I thought Katana Chance, Casey Cannizzaro, the former Casey Cannizzaro, I thought she had a potential to be a major bay face, but I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I I don't think you want to. I'm not gonna blame the booking because you guys said, well, they don't book her. Like I think they, there's a reason why we she wasn't featured so strongly before, and the only time she ever got really featured was with this, you know, the John Laredis regime. And this is and they're still they're still featuring. They could have quickly did the belts here, but I think, I think getting the belts on someone else would be better. And I don't, I don't know if they're trying to set up, uh, who was it, uh, Keon James and uh, Ariana. I think Ariana Grace, which is uh, Santino Morello's daughter, I believe, as a tag team. Or is that Tiffany Stratton, maybe, and Ariana Grace as a tag team? Um, so we'll see where that goes with that. Uh, someone that's kind of like, she's on television, but I don't think people talk about how good she is. And that's Fallon Henley. Like, she's a really good talent. Good bay face, fire, uh, has experience, can work, has just uh, a connection that you you know with with the audience. They 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 really go crazy for her, and she's one of the, like I said one of the better girls on the roster currently. But she's kind of like as like the second to the 
Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs and but I want to see her in there more in the ring because um, I think she could be a she can she has potential to be a future NXT Women's Champion um, and so I haven't even talked about I haven't even talked about Nikki Lyons yet you know she has that funky charisma with the audience they love her Ivy Nile's a project. Uh, you know, I want to see her get a kind of an edge, a killer instinct. Like she makes a mean face, but I want to see her really get into it. Like I kind of like when I watch her and I love her athleticism and I love her look. She's a cool look. But when I look at her, I don't, I'm not intimidated. I kind of think like, man, I feel like she's like the nice, I could be like one of the nicest people in the world. I don't know her. But I feel like I feel like I bet she is. She's probably just the sweetest. She's probably like a sweetheart. That's what I get when I watch her. And she's not. She's a heel, right? She's supposed to be like intimidated by her. Um, but maybe she's a better baby face. Maybe that's just gonna be natural for her when she when she finally turns. Or I don't know. I guess I don't know. All they baby faces now, diamond mine on that. So she kind of like comes off as a heel still. So I'm kind of I'm kind of. I'm kind of confused on that, but not confused on her potential. And it's it's uh, it's pretty big. Um, Valentina Faraz and Ulyssa Leon. Um, Valentina Faraz, I think, is has a lot of potential, but she's a, a longer project as well. You know, the uh, Jiu-Jitsu black belt, and um, I think she has fun charisma, and I think she can kind of combine that Jiu-Jitsu and especially like it, with her style of wrestling, make it to where it's really exciting, get through like these holds, get into these submission holds and all these unique different ways. I think, I think she can really stand out that way. Lisa Leon, I, I don't know. I haven't really seen too much of her. Nothing really stands out. Um, Lash legend. Ugh, the, poor Lash legend. I think the stuff with the talk show still just, just is on my mind when I see her and I just, but as one of the main characters like that was the main reason why I just bailed out NXT. So she did have a match recently on television. I saw some improvement there. And she's a, she's a tremendous athlete. And she's freaking beautiful. Um, I just... I, but she's a long project as well. And that, that's, again, I, I mean, I don't even know if she should be on television. I think she should be... You know, if you're going to put her on any kind of television show you could level up is perfect for her and of course the coconut loop is is where she needs to be and work and um get her reps in uh, amari miller she was i think she had a, an injury she hasn't been on tv for a while i think and when i saw her i wasn't really that impressed by her so um there might be some other women i'm kind of I'm missing but i kind of wanted to focus on the women's NXT women's division because i was that's i just kind of started like it was weak got a little weak for a while and I think they really replenished the ranks with some some really good quality workers like Albie Fire, Miyako Satomura, uh, 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 Fallon Henley, Zoe Stark, uh, you know Blair Davenport, and then you got Wendy Chu, excuse me, and then you got like all these great young athletes: the Ivy Niles, the Sol Ruka, the Kiana James, uh, Tatum Paxleys, and and just just. It feels like a really exciting time is is back with NXT. The ratings have improved. Nothing gangbusters or anything. Nothing, nothing you know, but improvement. 
each and every week the last few weeks. So that's that's a great thing because I think the fans are probably just like me. There's a lot of fans that were watching, like really enjoyed NXT and then kind of got ran off for a bit when they saw the goofiness, the Lash Legends talk show and um, whatever the hell they were doing. Yeah, you know, I probably just blocked out my mind. but And now they see this NXT UK talent that's coming over, adding quality to the matches. The booking is more solid. It's back to just the booking that we enjoyed in NXT black and gold days. So really, really excited about NXT. And I really want to talk about it with the, with you guys and want to hear your thoughts. Um, I, I just, I'm getting that vibe again. I think you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, don't like the colors, the bright colors. I like the brightness of the arena. I like seeing the fans and the audience. Um, that's the one thing I just just drove me nuts about NXT Black and Gold. It was so dark. Uh, you couldn't even see the fans in there and that, that cages around it. I mean, I understand what they're going for, but I did like what they decided to do: open everything up, show the audience, brighten the place. I, I love that, and I they can still keep it bright, but still be back to black, black and gold and. I think for you know this coming up this this week coming up this Tuesday coming up it's going to be the one year anniversary of the NXT 2.0 brand and I'm going to say you just still do a hard reset right you don't you don't you don't do a hard reset and just change everything all at once I think it's a slow progression I bet you anything we're going to see like a new opening maybe when you see new colors the how the how it's presented a little bit you know because it's a you know one year anniversary september starting a new season technically so we'll see some changes i think we'll see just minor changes all the way to wrestlemania i bet you anything out there at wrestlemania you'll see almost nxt uk back to black and gold bring back the brand takeover um you don't have to have takeover every show like every special event is gonna be a takeover like make takeover the the wrestlemania special right uh i like the ideas of the taking the properties from wcw ecw and you know using it for nxt halloween havoc uh, coming up next month uh i like heat wave you know very American Bash. I love that shit. Like that, that's cool. You know, I, I don't want. I don't want them to use Starcade. Don't just don't use Starcade, please. Don't just don't. Um, but yeah, so I like excited for NXT, and I hope you are too. And if you're not, and you're thinking like, eh, I don't know, LaRocca, I you know, give it a shot. You know, give it a shot. You know, go back. You go on the Peacock. It's up there now. Watch last week's episode. I think it's a good show. To get back into anything. Actually, I mean, the main starting point should be Worlds Collide. And that will give you a look at what NXT is going to be going forward. Because it's going to be, you know, this the best of NXT and the, the best UK talent. And there's more to come. <laughs> that they haven't even, you know, showed up on NXT yet from the UK. A lot of really good talents. Um, they, could, they couldn't bring everyone. Uh... And you know, but who's coming soon? Just gonna have great quality show. Let me just tell you. So 
Thanks for listening to Take Home Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode talking about NXT. Um, again, send me your thoughts. Hit me up on Twitter, LaRockaJL. Uh, let me know if, if you think may, may I'm just may I'm just uh, just dreaming right now, or do, are you with me? Are you like, hey, yeah, I, I see what you're seeing in this uh, NXT again. I see where it's going, and it's going to a positive direction. Or you think it's the the rug's going to be pulled from out from under us? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Everyone have a great weekend and be safe. Take care.